Rethink Aging. Discussions about living, planning, and growing older. Welcome to our podcast. I'm your host, Elaine, and I'm here with my co-host and husband, Robert. Well, hello. On this first episode of Rethink Aging, we are going to introduce ourselves, talk a little bit about our backgrounds and some of the experiences that we've had, and then also discuss a few of the topics that you'll hear about in the future. Elaine, did you want to start off? Sure. Introduce myself. That is something I've always felt is a difficult thing to do. How do you sum up who you are, the essence of who you are in a couple of sentences? Right. I usually gravitate to saying things like, I'm a business owner, a musician, gardener. I like watercolor painting. I love to plan and organize. But in this context, I want to talk more about the person inside, the person who cares about aging issues and loves to help family and friends start talking about those topics. Robert, you and I have helped numerous people along the way. Yeah, no doubt. We have found people long-term care situations, helped choose hospice, understand health issues. We've settled estates, cleaned out homes. A special thing that we've done is just spend time listening to people's life stories. And I've helped manage many people's finances and made healthcare decisions. I've been there with people as they died. Through all of these things, I found out that I am very passionate in advocating for older adults. Some of the hardest moments and best lessons have come from my parents' deaths. Mom had Alzheimer's disease, which was devastating for all of us. And my dad died from cancer about four years after my mom. His last cancer was very swift moving, and he died about a month after being diagnosed. So watching my mom die very slowly over years and dad dying very quickly showed me that loss and grief can be very different. A couple of years ago, I started graduate classes at UWM, and now I'm almost finished with my master's certificate in applied gerontology. I really appreciate all of my professors and the Helen Bader School of Social Welfare for um, encouragement on moving forward with a project like this and teaching me so much about aging and death. I am becoming older, meeting younger students and finding out what aging means to them, and just seeing so many of them in the program has been heartening to see. And there are a lot of people that care about older people. So I have long wanted to somehow share some of the things I've learned throughout all of this. And together, we decided this podcast would be a great step. So, Robert, why don't you tell us a little bit about you? Oh, right on. Well, I am a longtime computer user, um, facility manager, musician, artist, street artist. I don't know. I've, I've just done a lot of different interesting things that I guess they were interesting to me. And uh, I've been alongside you as you've taken this journey through helping all the different old people who we have met. And it's touched on the, the planning stuff, the helping, you know, that, that kind of day-to-day interaction with people. And you made a good point about listening and just like listening to people's stories because those stories are here right now. And so it's important to experience them while they're around. I had really been learning quite a bit from you um, in doing this when my grandmother got injured. And at that time, 
I hadn't really planned on getting involved in her care or her end of life stuff, but it became pretty apparent to me that no one else in our family was going to step up and get involved with that. So since I'd been close to her, you know, when I was a child, I just decided to offer myself to take care of day-to-day things that she needed, um, start to work with her on her planning, help her with her finances, and you were super helpful there. Then getting into her her end-of-life planning where she had already put into place a plan to move out of her house to a care facility. And, you know, not to like get off on a little branch of a story, but at that time we figured out that she wanted to go to a particular place and we helped her get the check made up to pay for that service. And we went over to pay it and they sat us down and said, hey, you know that your grandma already paid for this 15 years ago. Like you, you're good to go. We're, we're ready for her here. There's no problem. She was a planner. And yeah, that was just classic. So we helped her physically move and sort out all of her things and helped manage the disposition of her vehicle and her house and, uh, you know, let all of her friends know where she was now. And then spent the next couple of years just basically going to this facility, you know, several times a week and then more and more as things went on. Um, and her situation did decline and she eventually died. And I followed to the letter, you know, some of the things that she wanted after the fact, because that just seemed like my role in that place. And, and I guess I should also point out that part of that planning towards the end of her life is that she wanted to start a foundation. She had been a music teacher her entire life and she wanted to create a foundation that help underprivileged kids get musical instruments and lessons. And we did that, and we still run it today. It's been a great legacy for her, you know. Yep. I, I don't know, I'm just kind of talking off the cuff here, but that that is what happened. So through all of this, I guess I've just kind of developed this position where I am eager to learn and happy to help people with these situations. I think something that I learned from helping your grandmother is as much as she planned for something, it was still kind of an up and down situation. She did plan to move where she ended up moving, but it was hard to walk away from her home. Right. And so you kind of have to go with your person, um, let them express themselves. Right. Like we couldn't just walk in and say like, well, yeah, this isn't going to fit in your new place. So you got to get rid of that. I mean, it was letting her steer the ship and, you know, because she owned her house and there was really no pressure. Like we, we ended up keeping that house around for quite a while after she was out of it because she would want to know what happened to certain things or to have different objects go to different people and just to manage it in the way that, that she wanted to manage it. A funny story when, when you say manage it the way she wanted to manage it. So I was handling her finances and she had kind of a intricate way of managing a bunch of CDs in the bank. And I think I said something to her once about like, should we simplify this? And she said, do it my way. Later, you can do it your way. 
And I thought that was great. Yeah, she definitely was set in, you know, things that she had set up 30 or 40 years ago. Like she, she had so much, like she lived alone. And so she was totally in control of her whole life for most of that life. So she really had a lot of things set in the ways that she wanted to do them. And I guess it was just a matter of honoring that and having respect for it. Yeah. So these are the topics that Rethink Aging is really about. And we're going to come back in each episode and dig into one of the particular topics that are kind of in this realm of living, aging, planning. Uh, sometimes we'll, we'll talk about some heavier concepts like planning for your death or hospice care. But uh, more than anything, we're just here to take the many experiences that we've had and kind of bring them out on the table because sometimes these things aren't easy to talk about and maybe these are discussions that can help you talk about these things with your own family. So we'd love to hear feedback from you and the way to get a hold of us is at rethinkagingofficial at gmail.com. Right on. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time on Rethink Aging.